Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan. I mean sales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those for sell. <laughs> what? <laughs> for a living. What? You know, you're, you're messing with the title of my podcast and it is, it is, it is. I am doing right. nothing. I'm doing nothing. Well, the, the name of the podcast is Ales with Aslan, but the sales part always gets in the way because we do focus on the ale. So mm-hmm. welcome back to another episode of Sales with Aslan. You you like that better? Where we put we, the emphasis on, on the, the ales, ale. the focus on I the think ales. So. I mean, I think this is a good directional shift for us. Do you do you disagree? Well, we're growing up. We are growing older. We are. Well, yeah, exactly right. And you know, the topic today is so awesome because it it fits whether you're an inside sales rep, or an account manager, whether you're in B two B sales or B two C sales. We're going to talk about making sure your customers experience the ability to um, expose their deepest need and that you, that you recognize it, that you hear it, that you listen for it. Mark Lampson's going to take us through that. And, uh, but first, there's something cold, frosty, and refreshing in front of you. What is it? I can see that. Sam Adams. Sam Adams. It's the gold winter. Label. What is that? Winter lager. Oh. Uh, pray, winter? Praying for, yeah, Rhode Island has winter, but praying for our people in the, uh, the Dallas, Arkansas oh, yeah. area, all that's crazy down there. They are not it prepared is. for that stuff. Uh, out of power, out of stuff, out of. But uh, yeah, I don't know any of the stuff on this. Uh, what five uh, percent alcohol by volume? Okay. You want to guess the IBUs? Uh, what do you got for IBUs? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, 22. IBUs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, on the other hand, am I'm still down in Florida, so I am still on my kick of Florida-based beers. This is the Miami Beer Company. Says Bienvenue, uh, Bienvenido, a Miami. It's the Mega Mix Pale Ale, five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, they're out of Lakeland, Florida, so we're gonna crack that pup and have that today. Something cold, frosty, and refreshing. Well, Mark, welcome back to the show. It's been a couple weeks. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I think the last time we were together, we actually had a third wheel. We As did. We may remember. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We had Tom with us. He's so in the way of what we do. No, he's the best. What are you talking about? People. Well, love I just him. mean, you know, hanging out. I mean, we got to behave and everything. He's our well, boss. I mean, it's a good point. We like take notes and everything and do all this fancy preparation stuff. It's always different when the boss is around. I know. So I know, I know this is an interesting topic. It's a little bit softer side of selling, uh, but I think important for us to talk about, you know, the fact that, when, 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 the, when the world changed about a year ago, <laughs> it's coming up on a year, and everything went virtual, you know, maintaining relationships of all sorts got more difficult, and at least it, it might have. And so we want to talk today about how to, you know, pick up on those little nuances and, and those things that make someone feel the deepest need that they have, which is to be respected and to be heard. And some of those types of things. And so we're going to go through, you know, a little bit of a, an education on that that I'm hoping will help. Like I said, inside sales, outside sales, account managers, all the different types of people that exist in our profession. So what do you got for us today? Kick us off. Well, the, yeah, the problem we're solving for is relationships. So you, you hit it at the beginning, right? A lot of us are B2B sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even high level, six figure, whatever you do, B2B selling still happens person to person. There's a salesperson at the core. It's a part of a team. There's a decision maker at the core or decision makers you run into along the way. And those relationships are still 
one-to-one. They're still people-to-people. And people have a need. You mentioned this greatest and deepest need. And if we unpack all the layers of we help their business needs, you know, stated needs, we help address their unstated business needs. But at the core, people have a, an emotional need, unstated emotional need to feel appreciated, to feel unique, uniquely mm-hmm. valued. When we go to our local restaurant and we know the manager, they give us the special seat. When we're, when we're calling someone in the call center and they're doing something special, people don't want to be treated like every other person. They want to be treated special and unique. And there's some ways to do that that drives relationships. And by the way, not just to make the sale, right? but fulfilling meaningful, good relationships. And it's harder virtually. And honestly, I would say we stumbled onto this topic in a few different ways. And I think the driver of this is as we were thinking about things, I ran into the quote yeah. uh, that people don't remember what you said. Right but they remember how you made them feel. And in, and in honor of Black History Month, we're recording this in February, because I know this gets, this podcast continues to play years afterwards. It's syndication. Absolute. I mean, oh, so I want sure. to be clear. This is February <laughs> of 21. I hope I say her name right, because I listened to it in Wikipedia. Maya Angelou has a U on the end, but it's Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. Passed away in 2014. A lot of books famous author, amazing civil rights activist. She has a really, really interesting story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a writer and she, she went, again, I'm going to say this word wrong because I'm not a writer and my vocabulary is bad. She went mute for five years. She was sexually abused as a child. She accused her, 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 uh, you know, the person who, who assaulted her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tried him. And he was convicted. He spent one day in jail. He got out. And then he was shot, obviously, by someone. This is the deep south in the 40s, right? Yeah. She didn't talk for five years because she was afraid that her voice, she said his name, and he got killed. She was afraid her voice would kill people. This is crazy. This is Mm. powerful stuff that people have. So, so let's re, let's respect Maya and honor her and talk about people don't remember what you said. They remember how you made them feel. How do you want, how do customers want to feel? They want to feel good. People want to feel good. So how the question on the table is how do we make customers virtually feel good about yeah. you, about working with you? Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a great decision. And I love what you said there because we do not want this to be a gimmick or a, I don't know, a trick or a, or a tip. Uh, this is about a mind shift, like we talk about so much on the program, um, to, to really shifting the way you, you are taking another centered approach to, to your customer. And to do that, we've got a little formula that I think will make some sense to you to help people feel that deepest level of fulfillment, that, that feeling of their deepest emotional need being satisfied. So let's go through it. Yeah, I think uh, we, we talk about it. It's, it's, we talk about other centered. And, and I would get on my soapbox and say, it's about being other-centered, not acting other-centered or doing other-centered things or saying things like you're other-centered. But it starts, it starts in your heart. And there's two, really two steps. So the formula, the two steps, it starts with making a decision. And we've, we've talked about that before. You have to stop. and We're naturally pointed towards serving ourselves, taking care of ourselves, thinking of our needs first. And so you have to stop and say, I'm going to put my needs, I'm going to put my 
problems, my issues, how I feel, my back hurts because I didn't sleep right. I have a problem, <laughs> you know, with my kids, my bill. Like you have all these things. Our brains yeah. never shut off. The ability to just shut that off and say, I'm going to close my eyes, visualize or see via Zoom the other person I'm talking to and making decisions to serve them. And that's your heart. And yep. that's really, that allows you to do what we said. The takeaway, the scribble, the cocktail napkin from this, from this podcast is serve more. We say serve more to the third power, serve mm -hmm. more cubed, serve more three. I yep. don't know. Serve more to the third power. Talk to the marketing guy about that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he can't get our podcast name right. So what would he know about? <laughs> that's so good. That is Math. So good. Yeah. Here, here, here's the napkin. You ready? It's yep. three steps. Care more, learn more, do more. Mm -hmm. Care more, learn more, do more is serving more. And uh, that's really all we, we want to be able to do and be able to unpack. It starts with making a decision, and, and that's what care is all about. But at the end of the day, I'll just jump to an example that I just yeah. have in my hand. Love we're it. on Zoom. We're, we're doing a Zoom podcast. You can see this. You know what this is? I can see that. That is a, let me describe that. That is a lobster claw bottle opener. Yeah. Right? See how yeah. that worked? Yes. I have that. I went downstairs to get a right. beer and in my little drawer where you have these types of utensils, I don't know what exactly category that is. Is that a junk drawer? No. What would you call nah, that? I, yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's, okay. it's the same drawer that you have your bottle opener in. Yeah. It's my bottle opener gentleman by the name of adam compton gave this to me 12 years ago yeah who 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 decided to serve me more because yeah. he knew that i was we were talking about doing lobster and it was teaching him how to do lobsters and catch lobsters i have some lobster traps i go out in the summer and he went and he cared to pay attention to what was important to me he learned i like to do lobstering and drink mm -hmm. beer <laughs> and so what he did, he cared, he learned, and, and because of that, he was able to go find a, which is not a difficult find in New England, a lobster claw bottle opener. And I have opened every bottle of beer in my kitchen, in my house, for the last 12 years with this bottle opener. And every time I do, I think about Adam, and I think about when we went out lobstering and how fun that was. And that's really freaking cool. Yeah, it is cool. And, and he's not selling me anything, but this is the basis. We're letting life go by us. And as yeah. sellers, you pick up the phone, you make a sales call, you go visit people. When we get back to that, you do virtual calls and you stop and think about what the other person is really, what's really going on. Do you stop and decide to listen for all, listen and watch and see and hear and ask for all the cues that are being offered about what's unique about them and, and then pay attention to what's different and then remind them that you're paying attention to what's unique and do something small. So we have lots of stories I think we decided. We, that's, boring, that's boring conversation, but it's true. So let's tell some stories. Well, and I, and I love that because, first of all, we're talking about the human aspect of selling. And so this, although we talked to, you know, sales reps for the majority of these podcasts, this, this is so applicable to us as humans in our personal relationships. It's applicable to the sales leaders that are listening to this. Because think about this. If you care more so you learn more and you do more for your reps, think about the loyalty that creates. Not as a gimmick and, again, not as a tip or a trick. This is all about... You genuinely care about your reps to learn what's important to them. 
And what's behind that paycheck? Why are they motivated by that paycheck? What's the important things they go and buy with that? Do they take care of a family? Do they want to buy something? And you learn those types of things and then you can, you can make a difference in helping them achieve that because they're achieving their own personal goals. And so I think just as such a great topic for everybody that hears this, this cast. Uh, let's get another story. Uh, you want to go next? Or you want me to take one? Well, I'll start. I'll start with a. I'll start with a story. Uh, I read somewhere that a podcast ten minutes is when people start to fall off of the podcast. So it's been ten and a half minutes since we've started. I think give yeah. or take. And so if you're thinking about falling off, I'm going to put up. a little a little qualifier out there. You ready? <laughs> we just ready. passed Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I get. I'm, I'm a guy, so I can only speak to the guys that are buying mm-hmm. Valentine's gifts for for you know, women in their lives. That's, you know, that's, that's my world. So that's all I can speak to. Yeah. But you can apply it wherever you are. If, if you bought chocolates and flowers yeah. and that's all you bought, I mean, forgive me, I don't want to offend people here, but I do want to speak the truth. If all you bought was the box of CVS chocolates and flowers, at the supermarket, then, then you are failing at giving people the, the, this is this, hurtful at serving more. This is hurtful. This is fail. So whether you're a, yeah. On the podcast right now, or whether mm. you're listening listening to it. <laughs> so what if they're organic, heart-shaped chocolates, dark chocolates, very healthy if, from if, Whole Foods? If you have to explain it, if That's you have to explain the gift, gonna, this, oh. th- this, is about, here's what, this is about good gift giving. <laughs> See, the people, the people in your life, mm. look mm. around people in your family who are really good gift givers. You know who I mean. Mm-hmm. You're like, God, that mm-hmm. was so thoughtful. I don't mean yeah. extravagant big dollar items. I mean, gosh, I remember, you know, saying something two years ago about that. I mean, this happened, this, 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 this happens to me a lot with people mm-hmm. in my life that are just serving me and, and serving me is the wrong. They're, they, they make me feel really good. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, um, uh, what for father's day, I got glasses with, uh, my boat name on them. It was kind of a really cool and it was something i had mentioned that someone had it I'm like oh that's really cool it was like three or four years ago and she tucked it away yeah they got these little glasses that were the perfect size just the way i like for bourbon and i opened it up and i i teared up because it's it's not the glass it's just it's just it's not the glass they weren't even expensive they're not even that fancy it's just like you remembered that you remembered that i wanted those mm-hmm. and that means someone cares who's paying attention to learn to do something unique so that's an internal story let me tell a let me tell you I'll, I'll tell a a short sales story. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, true story. This is, goes back a long time. One of the accounts we, we did business with a company, a division of Starwood hotels called bliss spa. Hmm. I think it's, I think it's been long enough to be able to use their name. And uh, <laughs> I hope so. We don't have a bleep capability. In every, <laughs> in every email, everything I've ever saw or read bliss was with a small B, not a capital. Hmm. And, uh, I, I just, so whenever I wrote Bliss Spa, I'd always like write a small B. And then the autocorrect, the damn autocorrect would keep correcting of it to capital it B because it's the beginning of a sentence. So I have to do the extra step of backing it up and, I mean, you know, hundreds of extra keystrokes in my life. And I, and I always wrote with a small B. After we started working with them, you, they said, you know why in part we're working with you? Because you are the only person that constantly sends us a note with a small B without us telling you. It's, I said, well, I said, thanks. I, like, I don't know what to say. Like, well, the money, yeah. it's important to you, so it becomes important to me. And they said, you know why it's important? I said, no, I'm sure there's a reason. I said, yeah. 
this is about a spa. This is about relaxation. We don't want to start with a capital B because that's too bold. It's too strong. We want a soft, we want a soft experience. And so there you have it. Small B. Does that help you mm. win an account? I don't know. How Does long did it take? How long did it take for me to do that? Not long. Zero. Not long. Until your autocorrect drove you crazy. Well, you have to add it to the dictionary. It's a technical <laughs> thing. It's complicated. Does that mean uh, we're brash because we have all caps in Aslan? I, yeah. I okay. Yeah. Well, we'll no, it's because, that. honestly, you want to be honest? <laughs> yeah. Because when it's spelled with a small L, it looks like Asian and people get confused about what's the purpose of our training. Yeah. No, I, that makes complete sense. And now everybody knows why Aslan is all caps. That's important. It's important. All right. What are some other examples of uh, ways that we can sort of, you know, do the more things. model? Yeah, here's small things. Yeah. So, so here's like a quick checklist for, for reps that you can start to get your feet red in this, right? Uh, you, you call somebody or you email somebody and says, and they say, their email says, I'm away on vacation. You know, I'm mm -hmm. out of the office, whatever they say. I'm out of the office. I'll be back the third. I'll be back. I'll be back March 3rd. When do you call them? Well, if you're an eager beaver, aggressive salesperson who cares about his or her commission, you call them and you hound their ass on the third. Yeah. Because that's when they're back. And I want to talk about selling you stuff. If you're other centered, you stop and you realize that when you come back, you have a hundred emails and you're flooded and you're busy. And so you don't call in the third and you don't call in the fourth. You call in the fifth and you say, or email, I wanted to give you a couple of days. I know you were away. I want to give you a couple of days to get caught up before I called you. I can't tell you how many people have said, thank you. That's very refreshing and unique. And it's yeah. just true. It's just taking that second. When you pick up the phone or you start meeting with somebody and they say, hey, well, you know, I, I got I a hard stop at four because I have to go fill in the blank. I have to go to lunch with a friend or I'm leaving for my kid's baseball game or whatever that might be. I say, start, you know, end how you started. So that's what they said. And when you're a sales, self-centered, typical salespeople, listen to that and it's noise, it's static. It's like, I don't really care what you're doing afterwards. I want to pay attention. I want to, I want to tell you what I'm telling you right now. Other centered people realize the person that we're talking to is a mother or father and as a child who's going to play a sports game. And when you're done, like you're connecting and say, Hey, by the way, like good luck at the game. I hope they win. I love like, it. Oh, if they're a pitcher. Oh, my just it's, it's, and again, I don't know how to say this. You can't fake that. If you no. just say the words and it's insincere, it's awful. If mm. you mean it and believe it, people notice. I was watching Shark Tank the other night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can say what you want about the sharks. I don't know if you watch Shark Tank, but they're investors there to make money. Guy was out there. He had a decent idea, but he was just uber other-centered, transparent. He knew about the people. And, and they, just, they just stopped and said, this is so refreshing for you to just – thinking about others. This is so different. We so want to work with you, you know? Um, so, it, you know, asking people how they want to do, you know, Hey, Hey, it seems like you prefer email over text. Yeah, I, I do. So I'll, yeah. I'll just send you, thank you so much for noticing. I'm Mark with a C. Yeah. I'm Mark with a C. I'm amazed at how many people like, and by the way, it's email, like sending me a note and guessing it's a K that's totally cool. But once I reply with an email and it says, see, <laughs> it's not difficult. No, no. And I'm amazed. No. It, you know, one, you, you remember one you taught me um, years ago with the calendar, right? The, the, you know how the, you've always got a subject yes. of the meeting, right? Great and, example. Yeah. And one of the things that we talked about years ago was, 
you know, put, put what's important in the subject to the person you're sending it to, not what's important and going to trigger your memory in your own calendar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I'm dealing with somebody, I might say Aslan training discussion, even though that doesn't help me out at all, but that's probably exactly what they need to know to come into the meeting with some preparation in mind. Right. And so make sure you set your calendar invites up to be other centered, to be, uh, to be something that's going to, you know, trigger their memory of what this meeting is about. It, it, it actually really benefits them and it benefits you too, because they come in a little more prepared. So it's a, that's a nice little tip uh, we learned from Mr. Lampson years ago. What else? Hey, it's just remember, I, I know it's more the same, but, but what I think the purpose of the stories is to encourage people. That just this examples, is not yeah. some big, long, drawn out, relationship that you have this is happens in seconds with people as you listen and talk to them you pick up what's unique you know we've all been taught different personality styles whether it's disc profiles or we talk about task or relational remember this is important this is not about being uh we would use the word relational this is not about making it personal with people because Mm -hmm. a, a lot of salespeople think that, you know, relationship skills are about warming them up. How about the weather? You know, how's the weather in Chicago? Or, you know, t- like they, they, they worry about the personal <laughs> details. Yeah. And there's two types. There's lots of types of people. But we said there's two types. There's task or relational. Task, put the job at hand. They want to be to the point, get it done, and not really involve a lot of, they'll say I'm out of the office versus, and they're not interested in telling you they're going on vacation and where they're going and where the resort and how long they're staying. And they're not interested in hearing your input to their vacation. There's other people who are relational mm-hmm. and they do want to get to know the other person and they do want to know things about you and they want you to know things about them. They want to tell stories. They want to say where they are. And culturally that's different around the globe. I mean, different countries, you know, in, in Asia and China, it's about understanding the person and the family before we get down to business. In other places, that's the opposite. So this does not mean go make small talk with your customers. Right. Yeah. It means recognize what's their their preferred style and then respond to that. If you're if you're both relational, great. But if they're task, you can say things like, Well, let me get to the point and yeah. save time. Let me put this in a spreadsheet if that would be easier because it seems like that's how you like to work. And people are like, thank you so much. You're stopping to saying, this is important. You have dinner with someone. God, remember when you used to go out to dinner with people? You I buy do. <laughs> but remembering, you know, when they order a drink or a glass of wine, Yeah. just remember what they order. Okay. You can remember till the end of the night. When you go to the bathroom, make a note. Uh, you, it doesn't mean, this doesn't mean you have a special memory. It means when you pay attention to people, you can, you can remember it. So jot it down somewhere. The next time you go to dinner, just say to them, are you going to order another VO Manhattan straight up? Yeah. And you, know what, and you know what story just popped in my head. Just oh, now. my God. You're going to tell it. I remember this. Can we say names on this? I think so. He's a good friend of the program. Mike Mushadi. Call mm-hmm. out to Mike Mushadi. I'm not sure yeah. we told him this story or not. Um, I can't remember if we've told this here before. It's, it's, th- this is amazing short, memory is what this is. Well, too. I'll try to make it a short story because, again, yeah. the, the purpose is not to tell stories. It's to, it's to give the sellers and those who help those who sell for a living ideas so, yeah. that they can apply. Yeah. You and I leave work. We At go a reasonable to a hour. Reasonable, reasonable hour. hour. 
go to uh, go to a bar mm-hmm. to have a little like snack, a drink, and talk yeah. work. Yeah. Bartender comes up, get you guys a drink. You ordered a blue moon with an orange, yeah. and I ordered a uh, VO Manhattan straight up. That's it. Sounds good. They were delicious. We had that. We just had one. We went home. All was good. I don't know. Two, three weeks later, um, we start. We pull up to the same bar, start talking. He walks up to us, same guy. I remembered him. Yeah. And he said, hey, guys. Uh, and by the way, we spent one, I mean, we bought one drink. He said, hey, guys, uh, let me see if I remember. Blue Moon Orange, VO Manhattan up. We're like, oh, my God. Now, it means he has a good memory. But what it really means is he cares about, the, the only reason he can remember is he cares about he cared what we're doing. Lock it in versus the next drink or what tip are they going to give me or, or whatever it might well, be. Well, and I don't know if you remember the third time. So this was another two, three, maybe a month later, whatever. Before we even got to the bar, he yells across the bar, another blue moon, Mr. Cassidy. I think so. And a VO so. Manhattan, Mr. Lanson. So now that. he's got the name and the drink. I mean, it was, well, it was so good. And, and we, here's how this, so that's the yeah. fulfilling part, right? Yeah. We, we, our belief is other centered sellers are more fulfilled. We feel better about the people we're helping, people we're serving. We feel good about us. Uh, it carries into our personal lives. We show our families how to be other-centered and, sh- and serve others. But it's more effective because, see, now that's how it made us feel. Like, holy cow, that guy is really other-centered. He really is a good guy. And so here's the backstory. At the time, our company was hiring engineers engineering degrees who maybe didn't really want to be an engineer, but were interested <laughs> in selling. Present right. And our, our, included. this is crazy. I want you to hear this. It was focused on electrical engineers because we were a battery, you know, UPS company looking for engineers that didn't really want to be engineers and wanted to start a career in sales. That's what's going on behind the scenes. We didn't say that to anybody. So we said, uh, Hey man, what's your deal? You know, he's like, I'm Mike Mushati. Yeah. What are you doing here? Attending bar. What's going on? He's like, well, I just graduated from URI with an electrical engineering degree but I don't want to do engineering and I'm thinking about doing something in sales. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. We're like, well, how would you, so we were, you and I were doing the hiring. Well, how would you like to come to the office for an interview? And now Mike went there and crushed it, moved on to New York, moved on to another company and he's just had a great career. Yeah. Um, And and he's had a great career because he's another center guy who remembers, not just remembered our drink, but he cares about the other person. Well, I was going to say there was no, there was no um, selfish intent in why he did that, but that, that lit us up enough to give him a shot and that's all he needed. And, and he wound up with a very, you know, a very, very good sales path after that. There's uh, a lot of products that are the same. We, we all look the same behind zoom and all those things. And the way to stand out is how you make people feel. And the you know, way you, you make people feel is you care about them. You serve them more. You know, just a quick, easy one, because you mentioned Zoom. Um, you, you know, this vendor of, of, of ours that uh, started out as just a vendor, now I would consider a friend, uh, just Jenna, um, when she was presenting some information to us on Zoom, when Tom was on, um, she, you know, she kind of noticed Tom in the video looked perplexed. You remember the story? And she kind of says, hold on one second. Um, Tom, it looks like you, you have, might have some questions. Can, can I answer any questions for you? And Tom was like blown away. Like how many reps actually are watching your body language mm-hmm. on zoom? And 
it, it made such an impact on him because she cared enough to stop her pitch, ask if there was some, some challenging areas that we needed to sort of double back on. And, uh, you know, we did wind up doing business with the, with the company because of it. And, and I think it's an important aspect of, of transitioning that bar story into you can do this on, on, in a virtual environment. It's, it's not rocket science. It just takes some, some thoughtfulness. And, uh, and I love how you've, how you've laid it out. Any other quick, uh, quick stories before we wrap up? No, I would just, uh, maybe a quick story, just quick story and a, and a quick home application. Mm-hmm. Uh, paying attention to people is, is, is by itself unique. People don't pay attention. E- even if you're selling, it's like, I'm just trying to get to the part. I know we're trying to listen in discovery, but we're worried about our next question. We're, we're worried about what we're going to sell. We're worried about how the commission's going to be. Um, well, I just had a devotional the other day that just said, be present. Just, just yeah. be present. Just be here. True story. This summer, I'm on a boat somewhere fishing. Two guys, one guy I know, one guy I don't know. I'm like, hey, let's call him Matt and Tommy. I know Tommy. I don't know Matt. Say, hey, Tommy, how'd you guys meet? He's like, well, Matt, you tell the story. So Matt starts talking and he's like, well, you know, I moved to New England and blah, blah, blah. It was the 4th of July and I had car trouble and I was on the side of the road with my family and this and that. The other thing was dark and it was night and all of a sudden this car pulls over and well, Tommy, you pick it up because you're the car. And Tommy's like, okay, you know, he's like, yeah, I was driving and it looked really dangerous because there was slush on the road and I had a hard time getting off the road. And I'm like, well, hold on a second what like wait wait didn't you just say it was the fourth of july weekend and you just said slush like time out <laughs> these guys start laughing right these guys have known each other forever and that's their like shtick yeah and they have this little story and and we went on to talk and they said you know we tell that story all the time and nobody has ever, ever said yeah that says that they're putting two and two together about their snow and slush on the, on the road in New England in July. Yeah. It, it, and so we started laughing. It's like, it's like a testament to, to society. Like we just are going through the motions. So don't go through the motions. The takeaway at home is go give, go focus on being a better gift giver to mm. the people you love and care about. When you're out with your spouse or your kids or your relatives, or your good friends. Pay attention to what you look at, to what you talk about. When you're doing the mall and they go and look at a dress and they put it back and they don't want it, like it doesn't mean, you know, they want it but it's too expensive. Like just pay attention to these things and write them down and then go back and get them and give them for, don't just keep moving through. Pay attention. If it's important for people you care about, if it's important to them, it's important to you. If you decide to care about your customers, about the others in your life, you'll learn what's important and you'll be able to do things to demonstrate that you're other centered and to make them feel they're the, to meet their greatest and deepest need was to be uniquely valued. Unique and special. I love it. All right. Did you want to give a little homework? Um, a nice YouTube video, I think is a good one that, that it, it sort of exhibits all of this. In one I, uh, little... I will. Uh, it's something we play in part of our training, yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll use it here to highlight, you know, connecting with someone at a personal level. That's maybe very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to honor uh, Black History Month. And you're going to put me on the spot here for her actual name. Well, um, I do think if you just Google those, you those do. Yeah, yeah I, I know for sure. If you Google, if you go to YouTube, you want to watch a three-minute video that yeah. does this to a T. Go to YouTube and Google "Hidden Figures Judge." I tried yeah. this. Yeah, Hidden Figures 
recent movie and Hidden Figures Judge. It's a scene. It's a judge scene. Yeah. And the first African-American woman to be part of NASA was an engineer that basically revolutionized our, our space program. Mm -hmm. And she had a crossroads that she wasn't allowed to attend uh, a segregated school. And she had mm -hmm. to go in front of a judge. And she, the way she did her homework and the way she talked to him is the epitome of, of, of learning, caring and learning about people and how it made a judge, a judge who decides on the rules and decides on the law and it's supposed to be as unfeeling as they come. It's about the impact that we have on others and how we make them feel. So that's so your three-minute homework. Have fun great, doing it. And great go homework assignment. Go yep. rent the movie. And the movie is, yeah, amazing. Wonderful movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, a really good movie. Just saw it actually last year. So uh, make sure you go do that. And make sure you get out and share this podcast. Download it. Subscribe. Make sure your friends are aware of it. Uh, we do this for you guys. We want salespeople to be fulfilled in their careers. And we hope little things like this are helpful in not only making your life more fulfilling, but uh, those of the customers that you serve. We, uh, we will see you in another week on our next episode of Sales with Aslan. Mm -hmm.